Almost everybody loves chicken nuggets. They're a childhood staple, whether this be in the shape of a dinosaur or from your favorite fast food restaurant. Chicken really is a versatile meat. It's used in a variety of foods across different cultures and is a comfort food for many. Have you ever wondered though, how this meat is produced? I've lived on a commercial poultry farm my whole life, and I'm lucky to have been exposed to this opportunity to learn about where our food comes from. In the southern and midwestern United States, poultry houses are very common. These are long rectangular buildings that look similar to an elongated shed, which house and grow broilers, or chickens grown primarily for their meat. There are so many elements outside of just poultry houses, however, that go into making your chicken nugget or other chicken products. Breeder companies produce the initial bird, and after it is grown, processors process this bird to make it into your final product. There are numerous careers in this field and countless opportunities. This is the topic of our episode, the poultry industry. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of A Day in Agriculture. The United States is the largest poultry producing country in the world. Over 99% of chicken consumed in the U.S. is grown and processed domestically. In this episode, we're going to give an overview of the many opportunities presented in this industry and how it functions. I'm going to give some background on the poultry industry as a whole and describe its importance then describe the production, processing, and breeding, and we'll go straight to our interview with Mr. Nick Lovell, Poultry Services Senior Manager for Avigen North America. I've already given some facts about the poultry industry in the United States, but I still feel I haven't emphasized its importance nearly enough. The industry, as of 2022, provided 1.5 million jobs nationwide. The poultry industry has a huge impact on the United States economy. Total poultry sector sales in 2022 were 76.9 billion US dollars, an increase of 67% from 2021. The USDA noticed in multiple studies that chicken meat is beginning to displace red meat consumption, with the overwhelming majority of Americans selecting chicken as their meat of choice. Per capita, meat consumption in 2031 is projected to favor broilers with 102 pounds of meat consumption as compared to roughly half of that being red meat consumption. Poultry production is so important in the United States to feed this population that is only set to grow in the future. When we begin to look at the journey from egg to our shelves, there are a lot of steps and different jobs that go into making the final product. Because this process is so extensive, today I'm just going to be giving an overview. Let's start with the first step, breeding. Just like how we breed dogs for certain characteristics, the same thing happens with chickens. Companies such as Cobb Breeders and Avigen, our main focus for today's episode, look to breed for superior genetics in order to produce the most efficient broiler. They do this in generations, beginning with the pedigree that everything is based on. And then from here, the pedigree produces a great-grandparent, grandparent, and parent, 
and then finally the product broilers which are distributed. We'll learn more about this process with our guest, Mr. Lovell. The eggs produced from these genetics are then sent to hatcheries where they're incubated and prepared for transport to broiler farms. On the day they're hatched, they're vaccinated, inspected, and counted, then sent straight to the farm to be raised. I've lived on a broiler farm my whole life and have the opportunity to see the growing process firsthand. Chickens are placed in long houses that are heated and have feed and water lines. These chickens are placed on beds of bedding material. The used bedding, commonly referred to as litter, is a great resource for farmers and can be used as fertilizer for crops and pastures. Strict biosecurity measures are in place to ensure bird safety in the houses, reduce the likelihood for disease, and guarantee the best product for the consumer. On average, birds are grown to be 4 to 10 pounds, depending on the breed, and raised for around 7 weeks. A lot of work is put into raising these birds, including daily checks, removing the deceased, and constant care. Finally, at the end of the growing period, the broilers are loaded onto a truck and sent to processing. Processors then take this bird and ensure it is humanely and quickly euthanized then broke it into parts. They clean the bird, wash it, chill it, and finally pack it to be sent to market after inspection. We'll talk to Mr. Lovell more about this step. Finally, your finished product is shipped to where you, the consumer, purchase your chicken and take it home to cook with. Chicken is also distributed to restaurants or wherever it is needed. Overall, this process from genetics to the chicken on your plate is very important to ensure the best possible product is made for the consumer. A lot of people put in a lot of time and effort into this chain and make their livelihoods off of America's favorite meat. A vast variety of careers are involved in this process, from the poultry farmers growing the bird, the scientists breeding and working on genetics, the workers that process your chicken, and many, many more. It takes a lot to be the top poultry producing country in the U.S. intends on staying there. Now let's dive into our interview with Mr. Nick Lovell, Poultry Services Senior Manager for Avigen North America. Okay, so first to start us off, Mr. Lovell, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to be our seventh guest. Pleasure's all mine. So first off, would you mind giving us your story about how you began with your career in the poultry industry? Sure, Jessup. Uh, my story actually began, I'm telling my age, but probably 30 years ago, and actually on your family's farm. Your dad and I have always been good friends, and uh, so my first exposure to the poultry issue was actually helping him on your granddad's farm. Um, from that, uh, you know, as I got older, I got involved in FFA at high school and, and had a good ag teacher, Mr. Blackledge, and um, that's kind of what spurred my future to go to to Auburn and got a degree in poultry science. Uh, I graduated from Auburn in 2005 with a degree in poultry science. And uh, when I graduated, I went to work for the Pilgrim's plant here in Athens and uh, kind of worked my way through the plant and kind of covered all the aspects in, inside the processing facility and, you know, up to it, including um, I actually spent a lot of time there in QA, uh, which kind of 
wasn't my first choice in things, but it, it led to a lot of good things down the road that I didn't know was going to happen and, and glad I did it. So, um, unfortunately in 2009, um, pilgrims came in and decided that they were going to close the processing facility. And so I had to find something else to do. And I wound up, um, working for a, uh, a, um, food service company out of Madison for a few years, uh, before I found my way back to Elmont and in 2012 went to work for Avigen. Um, so I started at Avigen in a QA role, um, at the hatchery right there at Elmont. And I did that for a short time before I, I got the opportunity to move over to live production and became the vaccination manager. Um, I did that for about eight years and then I, I spent a short time managing our clean out department before I took a, took a leap of faith and, and left the company to, to pursue a, a career in the livestock marketing industry. Um, that didn't pan out quite the way I wanted it to. So, um, did that for about a year and a half and Avigen kind of lured me back and, um, I went back to, to work at Avigen last fall, uh, in the fall of 2022. Um, and so when I came back to Avigen, they hired me to be their poultry service senior manager. So now I'm responsible for all of the poultry services for all of North America for, for Avigen GP. So that's where we are today. Okay. Would you mind kind of explaining exactly what you're doing for Avigen right now? Sure. So, um, long title, poultry <laughs> service senior manager, but, um, our poultry services that, so we divided the company kind of into two sections. So we've got our production group that takes care of all of our bird related, uh, you know, management activities and, and, uh, managing the birds and the, and the production goals and stuff. And then we've got our poultry services side, which takes care of, we've got crews that do vaccinations. We do all the farm cleanouts. Our maintenance group is in that um, section and uh, we've got our own uh, pest management group. So basically every, every aspect that supports production. So all of the hourly labor, all of the, the, the uh, functions that have to go along with production is what falls under my umbrella. So how would you say that with you working in the services relating into the production, how would you say it's different working on the production side of things? Well, like I said, most of my time is spent um, managing people in process mm -hmm. um, where, you know, the production side, you're making bird-related decisions, you know, um, making decisions about how to feed and, and how to light and how to ventilate um, the poultry houses where most of what we do is just providing services to production um, and, and most of that ends up being people management, like I said, people in process. So what does a day on the job look like for you typically, if there is any typical day on the job? <laughs> well, very good, very good point. There's, there's not many typical days, but, um, you know, I thought about how to answer this question, but I would say that most of my days are spent doing three things problem solving, strategic planning, and personal personnel development, you know, um, and, and kind of all of those kind of fall in together, but you know, there's always a new fire burning every day that you got to figure out how to get put out and, and move on to the next problem. And then, you know, developing people to take the next role that comes up is, is probably one of the hardest things to do, but probably one of the most enjoyable. 
Yes, sir. So with you mentioning problem solving and putting out the fires that come up every day, what are some of the typical problems that you see occurring? Oh, anytime you're managing people, there's no there's no limit to that uh, to that problem list. Um, but you know, um, it's it's the standard things. You know, who are we going to get to do job A, B, and C, and how are we going to get everything done and do it with less? Because you know, the name of the game in the in any business is is profit. So you always have to try to do more with less, and um, so that's that's usually the 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 main goal of the day is figuring out how to do more with less. Yes, sir. So kind of on Avagen and Profit, would you mind explaining what they do with breeding and genetics and kind of the company? Sure. So Avagen is not in any kind of food production. So what we do is we provide genetic material or genetic stock to the, the broiler companies that actually do put food on the table. So we start... Uh, we have a pedigree operation, which is kind of where all of it starts. Um, and, you know, pedigrees produce GGPs, and then GGPs produce GPs, and then GPs produce parent stock. So, and again, GGP is great-grandparent, and GP is grandparent. So all of those levels, there's different um, genetic crosses happening to try to get to the end product that the customer is looking for. So most important things... Uh, in the broiler industry is feed conversion and breast milk yield. That's the two main things that drives uh, cost and profit in, in the broiler industry. So it's our job as, as a primary breeder to try to figure out how to produce a bird that increases feed, um, uh, feed conversion and increases breast milk yield. So got to make more breast meat with less feed. That's the, that's the <laughs> name of the game. And so... That's what our job is as a primary breeder, is to produce a product that the broiler industry can use to to put food on the table more efficiently. Yes, sir. And I've noticed if you look back at different examples of the poultry industry over time, you really can see all the work and genetics come through because the bird you were looking at about 50 years ago that was producing chicken was probably probably had a breast a quarter of the size. That's right, and took three times more feed to produce. Yes, sir. So kind of to pivot a little bit, you mentioned starting your experience in the poultry industry working with processing. Can you explain everything you did with Pilgrims and processing before your time at Avigen? Sure. So when I got out of college, I took a management trainee role um, for Pilgrims Pride here in, here in town and um, started out the intent of the of that program was to see all aspects of, of the plant and live production. But got in there and um, started out in the plant. Um, I actually started out on a bone line managing, you know, people and process um, where they, the, the birds move down the line and they're actually taking the meat off the bone. And did that. I actually worked in evisceration where, you know, the process and the initial processing of the bird happens from, from defeathering um, through evisceration and then into the chiller. Um, so I did that for a while. Basically covered every area of plant in the four years that I was there. Um, and, and like I said before, spent a lot of time in QA. Probably the last two years I was there, I was in QA. Was it, wasn't the job of my choosing necessarily, 
Um, but like I said before, it, it, it led me places that I couldn't see at the time. Um, and uh, that, that experience got me through a lot of doors that I wouldn't have otherwise. Yes, sir. So with the experience that came with it, with that job and kind of, like you said, leading you through doors, how would you say this helped you in the role that you're currently in? Understanding um, the QA process and, and understanding what it takes to produce quality product, whether it be putting food on the table or producing genetic material to send to a customer. Um, if you don't understand the quality side of things and understand customer satisfaction, you know, all of these businesses that I've been through, um, you're always looking for a way to satisfy the customer. There's always a customer, whether it be internal or external, there's always a customer that you have to make happy. Um, and, and QA and the time I spent in those roles uh, has helped me to understand the importance of that. Yes, sir. I know even talking with people in the beef industry and the pork industry, you notice that the consumer is always at the front of their minds. You're always working to create a better product for the consumer or to educate the consumer about what's occurring. That's exactly right. So with the end goal of the consumer in mind with this, this is kind of taking on your role in services more. How would you say that security and biosecurity with Avigen is so important? So for Avigen, uh, biosecurity is paramount. Um, you know, salmonella and, and other diseases such as avian influenza, um, those are things that can be catastrophic to the industry. Um, you know, salmonella, all of our facilities are shower in, shower out. So we take biosecurity um, so serious that most people don't even, can't even grasp uh, the things that we do to try to keep diseases out of our product. But, you know, our customers expect certain things, um, you know, from a salmonella standpoint, it's an ever present danger in the poultry industry. And, and we try to do everything we can to eliminate um, salmonella from from the product and then as far as you know other things such as ai like i mentioned before with avian influenza if we had a major outbreak especially in our area because we're so densely populated with poultry it could absolutely be devastating not only to avian but for the industry as a whole so um biosecurity is is absolutely at the forefront it and animal welfare are you know two of the most important things that we focus on at avian Yes, sir, and I've noticed with its important at Avigen, it plays over directly into what we're doing on our production side of the farm. You always have to make sure the biosecurity is being implemented and the birds are being taken care of the best way. <laughs> Absolutely. So with there being so many different opportunities and careers in the poultry industry, why would you say you went into what you're doing with Avigen as opposed to production? or staying in processing? Uh, I guess I'm a glut for punishment, but, you know, people people management has, has always kind of been what I've been best at. And on the on the poultry services side, like I said, it's more labor intensive and, and it's, it's more managing people in process rather than managing the birds themselves. So, um, like I said, not, not always the easiest thing to do but by far the most rewarding um, 
and, and having an effect on people and helping them do better at their job is always kind of what's been my driving force in the career path that I've taken. Yes, sir. So with you going into poultry production and deciding to work on the people side of things, what's some advice you would offer to somebody that's wanting to maybe major in poultry production at Auburn like you did or go into a career in the poultry industry? Never shut doors. Um, like I said before, QA was, was not what I, you know, the most of the folks that, that get a poultry degree um, kind of have that, you know, I'm going to go be a service man, get a truck, and, and, and go run a route, and that's that's kind of that's kind of what you want to do when you get out of college, right? But um, I, I kind of took the, the path that nobody else wanted to take and did the jobs that nobody else wanted to do and did several that I didn't want to do, but knew that by taking on the hard ones and not shutting doors, um, that I hoped it would reward me somewhere down the road, and it, and it has. So... That's my biggest advice to, to young folks today is just, you know, it, it's hard enough to keep doors open as it is, so so be sure that you're not shutting any on your own. Um, try to try to keep all your options uh, open and, and take take some chances and do some things that you may not think is what you want to do forever, but you never know where those might lead. Yes, sir. I know that's what they tell us at school a lot of times is make sure that you're getting out there and you're exploring and finding things that you think you may like and want to go into but don't automatically shut down the other stuff that you think you may not like as much because you never know <laughs> that's right and sometimes you have to do things that you don't want to do in order to get to the greater goal of being where you want to be yes sir so real quick what's your favorite part of your job it's kind of a random question but <laughs> yeah um you know, it's hard to say what, what's my favorite because I, I work hard every day to make sure that, that every part of my job is enjoyable as it can be. Yes, sir. Um, and I, and I, I, I really do mean that. I, I work hard to, to make sure I enjoy my job and the folks that work for me enjoy their job. But probably my favorite um, part is, is, or I would say most rewarding, is like I mentioned before, you know, people development. And, and watching others that I've had a hand in um, go on to be successful in whatever whatever they want to do. But just knowing that I had a small part to play in, in helping them mature and, and become better leaders for them to, to be successful down the road. Yes, sir. So kind of on that note, do you have any stories you would like to share with your experience in the poultry industry or anything like that? I would say that probably one of my favorite stories um, right now is I have a young lady that works for me now um, that, uh, you know, showed up on a cold call interview six, seven, eight years ago. I don't even remember how long ago now um, that was not from around here and it had zero poultry um, experience. Um, but she took a chance and uh, put an application in and I've had the pleasure to work with her um, for several years now on several different occasions and several different jobs. Uh, and she's now one of my complex managers um, over poultry services for the North Alabama complex. And, and like I said, she's just kind of one of those success stories of um, the cards are stacked against her and um, she's fought hard to, um, to become uh, a good leader and a good manager. Uh, even when there were a lot of folks around her that, that uh, said she 
could do it. Um, and, and that, like I said before, that's kind of the, the things that uh, keep me going every day is for folks like her to, to have an opportunity to be successful. So, Yes, sir. I guess that's kind of playing into the advice that you gave earlier, too, kind of just taking a chance and going with it and sticking with it. <laughs> that's right. That, you know, the, the most of the times um, great things um, are not easy. And, and they're not free. You got to work hard, and you got to put forth time and effort, and um, and work through probably twice as many or even more failures than you do successes. So you got to learn from from the mistakes and learn from the failures, and um, you know it will pay off in the end if you if you keep working hard. Yes, sir, definitely. So once again, Mr. Lovell, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us. I've learned a lot through this interview, and I know our listeners will as well. I appreciate you inviting me on, Jessa. And, uh, it's it's been enjoyable. Um, not uh, not something that I'm necessarily comfortable doing, but I've enjoyed it. <laughs> Overall, the poultry industry in the U.S. is crucial to our economy and many people's lives. It's made up of many moving parts, all working together on different levels. I hope after listening to this episode. You've learned a little more about how your chicken nugget got to you and some of the careers involved in its production. I hope you've learned something new in this, the seventh episode of A Day in Agriculture. You can expect the next episode on October 25th and listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. To keep up with the latest updates about A Day in Agriculture, I encourage you to follow our Instagram at A Day in Agriculture. Thank you for listening. Sources used in this episode are as follows. U.S. Poultry, Programs and Education, the National Chicken Council, Chicken Industry Economic Impact, USDA, Poultry and Egg Sector at a Glance, and How Old Are Chickens Used for Meat, World Animal Foundation, U.S. Meat Consumption, International Poultry Council, The Sector, if you would like access to the transcript of this episode or have any questions, contact dayinagriculture at gmail.com.